We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Three, two, one, and we're live. Let's get it, y'all. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, nah, nah. Let me tell y'all. All right, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of NBH TV. You know who I am. You know who he is. And we back with another one. But, bro, so I went to Ocean City, right? Got scammed. Hey, vlog coming <laughs> out. I don't know when this pod's coming out because we just posted a pod today. But when this pod is out, I would have just posted a vlog. And I had spun this wheel, right? And it said I was going to get a free watch. Um, now, granted, they said it was a Galaxy watch, but they said, like, I could do, like, an Apple watch, and it would be, like, I think 110. But they said I had credit on my account, so it would be free for the Apple watch for me. So I was like, all right, bet. I'll get this free Apple watch, right? Bro, I look at my account today. Tell me why I have a fucking $350 Apple Watch I got to pay off on my fucking phone, on my account now. I'm like, you think it's got me? It got me. Got me. <laughs> hey, I respect it. Like, I can respect it, though. No, fuck that, bro. I just got got to by this fucking, it's like this this thing that you upload files to. It's called Box. It's like some of the university uses. Bro, so I'm like at work one day, mind you, before this, I got like $18 in my account. Like, because I didn't, because they skipped my last paycheck. You feel me? Oh, so, what? You need to quit that job. That's the same. I know. I, I really do. I really do. They've been, you feel me? Like, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. So, anyways, I got like $18, bro. And they take $60 out of my account, like as a sub, as a subscription, like monthly, I guess. So I fucking, Look at my account. I get an email. It's like you now have zero funds in your account. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even buy nothing. You know, I look at it, it's at like minus $36. And I'm like, wow. Niggas just went bankrupt for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Over some shit I didn't even pay. I didn't even want to pay for. Yeah, man. That's Bro, what like, life is showing me that like niggas like really be fucking over people like a lot. Uh, and just getting away with that shit. Uh, actually, there's this one dude. I guess he's like a, I don't know, somebody's very rich person. He just got arrested for fucking paying somebody to murder somebody else for him. And I was like, that's crazy. That shit probably happens a lot. Like these, like, like just like nerd ass niggas who are like billionaires, millionaires. Like they probably getting, they probably got a hit list. Hell yeah. Bro, like, I was just watching, before we got on this pod, I was watching this, um, it was, like, this documentary about this one rich dude who was, like, a husband of, like, you know that show, like, the Housewives show? 
Yeah, Housewives of Hollywood. Yeah, he was one of the husbands. He was like a famous lawyer, rich ass lawyer. Yeah. And he like handled like lawsuits and shit with big million dollar settlements. And he would steal the set settlement money from his clients. And him and his wife was living on this show, like this lifestyle with their oh, money. Shit. <laughs> so hey, this dude crazy. just went bankrupt, owing people like literally 50 million, 80 million dollars, yeah. just claim bankruptcy. And then get this, I, I mean, the shit's still playing. So I don't know what happened at the end, but apparently like him and the wife got divorced and shit, like literally a year before. Oh, she didn't know? No, this bitch for sure knew. That's what I want to talk oh. about. But um, nah, cause like this dude's like 60, 70 and she was like 25, 28. Oh, that's hot. So I was like, so I was like, she was probably telling them to do it and shit. But I, mean, um, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, but anyways, there was like, um, he took a $20 million from his loan, a $20 million loan from his law firm and gave it to his wife's company as a gift in like 2019, like two years before all this shit. This like literally just happened like last year. So like, it's still going on right now, but that shit crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Bro, four fucking people who 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 he represented. Hell yeah, bro. And it's like fucked up because like this shit there's like hella fucked up shit happened to these people. Like somebody house blew up and somebody died in it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Like it wasn't like no like car, car <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> it was fucked up shit. Like this one nigga, like he gonna be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Oh, he was like, come on. He was like, um. I just think it's fucked up because my lawyer, like, he knew what happened to me. And then he went and did this shit to me. That's fucked up. Uh, bro, speaking of fucked up shit, did you hear about that nigga? It's, it's a documentary on Netflix, but it's this dude who was, that, like, all these... Our girls, father? Yeah, all the girls are going to, like, the fertility center, and he was jacking off and putting his shit in there and impregnating them. But it was like it was like all of them except for like four or something were like in a twenty five mile radius. And these right. is growing up with their brother and sister, and didn't know. Oh shit! I didn't know all that. But this is my thing, right? This is my question. Nigga. And we can debate about this because I do think it's weird. I think it's weird. Don't get me wrong. But on the flip side, right? This nigga had a weird fantasy, uh-huh. right? Everybody has weird fantasy. I'm not excusing it at all. But just let me play this out. Devil's advocate. This nigga had a strange ass fantasy. He obviously had a fetish for women that he knew he wasn't gonna get. He's a fertility doctor, and he knew the only chance he was ever gonna get to have a child with a woman of this fantasy is if he gave him a sperm. Now, get this: these women is coming to to this place for a doctor. I don't know if they're asking for any specific sperm or whatever, but they asked for sperm. And he gave him sperm. Now I don't think he should have lied to him when they like was asking and shit. But like, was that wrong? Like he he gave them they wish and he got what he wanted done. Like in the old days, that's like a that's like a good that's like a handshake. Like it wasn't that old. This was like the nineties. No, I get it, but I'm saying like if this would have happened like in the forties or the fifties, like it wouldn't be like a huge deal. But now like. I feel like today in society, we just like trying to get sensitive over shit. 
I know, but I'm not saying it because I don't know. I don't know, like, the complex of being, like, a fucking, you know, fertility baby and, like, how you, that, you know. Oh, but you go up there and, like, you choose characteristics that you want. Like, see, see, I didn't get, I didn't know that. Yeah, see, know. so, like, you would, like, choose a nigga. It's actually kind of weird, but, like, like, if the girl went up there, she'd be like, I want a dude that's, like, five. I mean, I want to do that's, like, a LeBron build-ass nigga. So I can have, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but if you got this fucking doc, you got this fat ass doctor, he's just putting his sperm in there. First of all, they're telling you it's a whole different person's sperm. It's it's like, it's kind of like damn near rape. I mean, I definitely think it's weird. Definitely. Um, I mean, like, yeah, if they like have a specific like type of nigga, they want it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's weird, though. Oh, I, think, I think, like, you going to the fertility, like, you feel me? That's kind of like him on the flip side. But, no, but also, also, I'm pretty sure some of them was just supposed to be their husband, but they couldn't do oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's hella fucked would, up. Yeah. Wait, why didn't they? Ah, that's fucked up. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know if that for sure happened, but maybe. I mean, like. I mean, I guess if they wanted a certain nigga, like, yeah, it's fucked up. But I, for the ones that was just going for random sperm, I, I kind of feel like he did, like, what they asked. I, I'm not saying it was right, but – and I think the nigga is weird, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't think, like, he's, like, this evil Nazi, as they were saying. It's not what they I mean, were yeah, saying. I, I mean, but, it, like, he could have been, though. Like, what if he was – like, what if his mind state wasn't just, like, a fantasy and it was, like, I want, like, a fucking civilization of little me's? Because this nigga has 97 kids now, technically. I kind of want a lot of kids. But, like, that, nah, bro. Not 97. 97. That's a lot. They I want, like, 90-type grandkids. Like, I want that many grandkids. I want to have enough kids where I have, like, 40, 50 grandkids. Fuck that. Fuck that. We, we, got, we got to repopulate the earth with smart niggas, bro. Fuck that. Taking man. it to my own hand. <laughs> that's, he could have been on some shit like that, and that's like damn near some like. How, bro? I'm not I'm not going to be a fertility. I'm what? All no, I'm talking it. about him, though. Him. Like, uh, if he had that mind, that same mind state, that is some, like crazy shit. But if he nah, was doing definitely. it for sexual thrill, then that's like that's oh. also weird and bad too. But like, I mean, like, I don't know. He might have been a Nazi. He might have not. I don't like to, you know, speculate on. Like I said, I don't know the complex, like how being a, a fertility baby makes your life like any types harder. So I mean, like, I I don't know. So I could be like. <laughs> I could be being a dick, but I don't know how that makes a life any harder. So I'm just like, yeah, it's fucked up, but I'm like, there's, there's like more fucked up shit we could be talking about. You got a whole Netflix series. Uh, Speaking of fucked up shit, bro, we got to talk about the big, you know what I'm saying? The big mammoth in the room that you've all yeah, How do you feel about that? So for like, those of you who know what you're talking about, no, nah, I was not. Damn, no, no, no. 
I was like actually like pretty fucked up from this shit. So a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um. So earlier this week, man, there was a school shooting at an elementary school, and I don't know how to pronounce the town, but a small town in Texas, like Udela or Udela. Uh, Uvalde, 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 Uvalde. I don't know. Some 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 town in Texas, right? Um, the town was so small it only had 650 kids in the entire school district. Wow. In the town. So he literally all right, but anyways, yeah. Um there's a school shooting at an elementary school by a high schooler ran into a elementary school, ended up killing 19 children from ages i think nine to eleven and like a couple two teachers. teachers yeah two teachers and his grandma well i don't think he killed his grandma nah, he shot his grandma in his face i don't, I don't think she died. she died but um yeah so just rest in peace to those kids man and yeah man uh, it's a it's a whole fucked up situation yeah but I don't know, like, I want to, like, talk about it, you know, I do, but part of me is, like, you know, like, they don't even, like, deserve, like, nah, we got to talk about it, we got to unpack it, because, you know what I'm saying, that's what they deserve, and there's a lot of crazy, you know, facts going around about, about this situation, um, some being that the police was in a standoff with the shooter for over uh, an hour before they went into the school. Some being that the police wasn't even the person who killed the shooter. It was just uh, a random like homeowner close by. Uh, some being that the school shooter was arguing with somebody outside of the school with the gun for 12 minutes before he went in the classroom. There's like a lot of crazy shit going around. Some being that, and you know, honestly, I don't believe these ones because some crazy, these crazy conspiracies always come up like after every school shooting, but that there was like multiple school shootings planned in the area. And there was like four different ones that was supposed to happen and shit. But I'm like, I don't know, niggas always be making shit up on Facebook, but you know, the, the reports that the police was waiting, was in a standoff with the shooter for over an hour while he was in the classroom. I don't know if he already had shot the kids or what, but it was over an hour before the police decided to act. You feel me? 19 kids ended up dying. Um, mostly Hispanic kids. Um, it's just a fucked up situation, and it's like the kid and 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 the worst part is this whole situation has became a debate on guns, you know. So it's like everybody, nobody's really even mourning no more. Everybody's arguing already. Nineteen kids just died. Two adults, two teachers, and 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 an eighteen year old. You know, child, you know, like, yeah, he, he did 
an unspeakable act, but I was still a human being. And it's like, all we doing is arguing about guns. We're not talking about solutions. We're not talking about what the police was doing. We're talking about guns. And it's like, this is the same shit that happens every time some like tragic shit happens in America. And it's just sad because, I mean, like, you feel me? Like, where do we even go? Like, what what do you think we should do? How do you feel about the whole situation? I don't even like. I don't know. To be honest, there's not like a lot. I mean, you you said a lot of a lot of great, especially at the end. I was gonna say, it just sucks how like everything turns political right away, without even like addressing the actual issue of okay yeah this person had a gun but like the police should have did their job first or the security guard should or we need to focus on these things but it like it just or, automatically or, became a battle between the left and the right and no nobody is like what he did was a good thing like everybody's pretty like agreed upon that this is a bad thing so it's, I, I don't know it just shouldn't be a battle all the time yeah and it's like you feel me? The the first thing that people don't realize, like a gun is a weapon. You feel me? A weapon is used by a person. So a weapon can only harm somebody if somebody's using it. It's not just gonna lay there and, and hurt hurt somebody unless you know it gets heated up or some shit. Some crazy shit happens. Yeah. Right. But this is my point. They acting like the gun walked in the school and did that. The person did. So I think that the conversation should be about mental health rather than a debate about guns. Because this person had to be really fucked up in the head to even think about doing some shit like that. Not only did he run up into an elementary school and take the lives of 19 kids and two of those, he shot his grandma in the face before he did it. So like he had to be fucked up on some level and he was sending like real creepy texts to this random ass person on Instagram, basically the premonition of what it was gonna be. And the person didn't even know like what he was talking about. It was like a random account. And so it's like, this person had to be fucked up in the head. That's, this is like, in all these school shooters, the one in, in Michigan, you know, the, the dude in New York, all these debates automatically go, oh, guns, we need to control guns. It's like, dog, there's there's people with guns that save lives every day. You feel me? We never talk about that. There's people with guns that take lives every day. We always talk about that. But we never talk about the mental health aspect of you know, the people who are doing harm every day because there's people that take lives every day without guns. You feel me? There's people that take their own lives every day. And all these tackle the same issue instead of us trying to, oh, when somebody overdose drugs, we need to attack the drug issue. That's a mental health health, health issue. Um, when somebody shoot up a school, gun issue. That's a mental health issue. When somebody shoot up a block, gun issue. Mental health issue. When somebody fucking, uh, you feel me, like, 
harm somebody else. Like that's a mental health. Like those aren't nobody wants to hurt people, hurt people. So I'm like, why is it? Why are we always talking about guns or drugs or whatever? You know, that's my roommate. But whatever, like the, you know, the secondary causes instead of like the root cause of the issue. You know, yeah. that's my question. So like, wait, wait, repeat the question. Oh, oh, never mind. So sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think like the whole debate on guns is very like tricky because it's like, I don't know. Actually, I don't think it's tricky at all. I think, I think if anything, this should almost be like a reason for people to have more guns in like uh, accessible places by like, you know, people who are trained or whatever, because they waited for the police. The police was sitting outside for an hour, not, yeah. not doing shit. And now you have a, a school of people who are completely defenseless to a person that has a gun. And it's like, yeah, okay, it's a gun. But if that ki- if that 18-year-old kid would have went in there with a machete, he probably would have killed just as many kids and just as many teachers because ain't no, like, who the fuck's going to fight? This is what I said. I was like, even if he would have just, like, had, like, a switchblade or even just his hands, it's a class full of fourth graders. Yeah, I can kick a fourth grader and fuck him up. You feel me? So, like, you feel me? Like, like, I understand, like, a gun definitely had a big part of it but like at the same time it's like like you said the police ain't even do their job and two like what like i'm just like guns save lives every day you feel me and we want to like try and hurt law-abiding citizens for either shit a crazy nigga is doing or shit niggas who break the law every day do yeah exactly it's it's yeah because it's like but I will say this, because he turned 18 and he got the guns the same day he turned 18. I don't know if, like, he walked in the store and he bought the guns and just left with them or if he did, like, what Jeff did and, like, ordered them before and, like, type shit. But I think that this is the only thing I think that restriction they should put on is I don't think you, you should be able to get a gun the same day you want. I think there should be a grace period of, like, a week or two. Cause I feel like if you really mad and like you you really want to kill a nigga and you go to buy a gun like and you feel me and you still that mad after two weeks like you just gonna you gonna kill him bro yeah, but like most people gonna come like they gonna think about it. they gonna be like no I don't need to kill this nigga <laughs> so like yeah yeah I think that's a that's a real good point bro that shit just sucks cause it's like. Bro, that Texas school shooting is like really fucking me up. Hold on, she she has something to say, but I think it's cool because we can get like a different point of view, and it's like our first female appearance. So, all right, the Texas school shooting fucking me up, dog. Okay. So, so I don't really. Hi, how are you? Chill. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think the problem is like guns because I think guns are great to like protect yourself, right? Oh, wait, wait, can you introduce yourself for oh. the people listening? Hi, um, I'm Alyssa. Um, nice to meet you all. Yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah. If you get like a million DMs, don't worry. Uh-huh. I won't say any names. Anyway, oh, yeah. so 
I don't think the problem like is guns necessarily because I think guns are great to protect yourself like at home. But I think the problem is how accessible they are. You know, I agree. I think there should be a grace period or like a thorough, you know, check before you get a gun. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is my question to you. Yeah. Like the dude like followed all the legal laws. Like he there was a background check, it came back clean. So like like what else like do you want? Like what else could have been done, you feel me? Like to, to stop him from like because I'm I don't disagree that the shit was terrible that he shouldn't have had a gun, but I'm like I don't understand what other legal laws could have been put in place to stop somebody who didn't have, you know, a record and had no like prior mental health illness like record. So it's like, yeah, he might have mental health, but if nobody knew about it, he's just a civilian trying to get a weapon. That's his right as an American citizen. So yeah. I don't understand what else could have been put in place. Like if it was the grace period thing, I totally agree with that. I I think they should have did that, but yeah. Anything else? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No. I no. I agree because it's it's hard. But I think maybe like. I think people are so frustrated because nothing is being done, because. But that's. Oh my bad. You no, because like since Sandy Hook, I think there's been like like. Three thousand more like school shootings. I think because nothing's being done, people like, automatically go straight to the gun issue because it's easy to blame that exactly i don't necessarily think it's the right thing to blame but it's like what else are we supposed to do when nothing's being done well you start that literally like but that's like what they want you to do they want to sit around do nothing and then are they just going to end up blaming what we actually want to take away that's when we're going to make action because that's the thing that's actually saving their life because at the end of the day, the, this is the thing. And this is why I told somebody. I was like, it is a possibility every time that a crazy month, every day, it's a possibility a crazy motherfucker might shoot someplace up. That's a possibility every single day. Mm-hmm. But it is a definitive, it is definitive that if you let the government take your guns, they will abuse every single power they want. That is a fact. So I'd rather go with the possibility over a fact that is factually going to happen every time. Because if you just look at history, every single time the government has had the chance to fuck fuck us and abuse their power, they have done it every single time. There's not one time they was like, we're going to be a good government. (laughs) So, but, but as far as like on the gun issue, like literally like, I feel like we all, we, we as a society just try and scapegoat shit instead of talk about the real issue. And like you said, since Sandy Hook happened, like over 3,000 schools, and, and we keep talking about guns, it's like, okay, we can keep not doing shit because that's what it is, because this is what we do. We mourn for a day or two, then we talk about guns for two weeks, and then fucking Rihanna drops a new album. And that's it. So it's like, we don't care. 
we don't care. Let's stop acting like we fucking care. It's trending. So, like, for real, like, on real shit, let's stop acting like we give a fuck because we don't as a society. It's trending. We want to look like we care. So our friends and our sister and, like, they think we care, but we don't give a fuck. So let's stop, like, the bullshit and just stop acting like you, you want to say some shit because, you know what I'm saying, everybody else is saying it. And you think that's the thing you want to do. So this is my thing. We need to actually talk about the real issue. If school shootings keep happening, we keep talking about guns. Niggas keep having guns. My homie got shot with a fucking dirty gun from a nigga who wasn't supposed to have a gun at school. So you feel me? Like, what could have stopped that if all these background, like, what could have stopped that? Let's talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about that, but we want to talk about the one out of a billion school shootings that happen with a legal gun. You feel me? And this is the thing. There's schools that have implemented, you know, safety officers with ex-veterans, which there's a lot of ex-veterans that could use jobs in America in every city. And they know how to handle weapons. And they probably love their country. They fought for the shit. So they love the children of it, right? Why don't you equip them, give them a job just standing guard? They more, they, they've got more heart than the pussy ass fucking police officers that don't want to run in the classrooms. Oh God. There was just a, um, nah, there was just a post, um, I read today by, made by the Dean of um, Canyon Springs. I went to Canyon Springs. This is the school my friend got shot at and killed, right? And they didn't even want to claim him as a student because it would have been black, bad publicity. So there was a student, female student, had a loaded handgun in her purse in class, right? The Dean was made aware of it. He let the school police um, officer know. This is what the school police officer told. We can't go get the gun or the bitch. We got, you got to go get the gun and the bitch, bring her out to class, and then we'll arrest her. So this is what he said. We, we want you to risk your life and all the kids' life in there. Go get the gun from this bitch that we don't know if she's unstable or not. We're going to be chilling in the hallway with our gun, you know, just safe. And then once you got the gun, we'll arrest the bitch. You feel me? And he was like, fuck that. You know, well, he didn't say it like this, obviously. I'm, I'm giving y'all the nigga version. But he was like, hell no, nah, nigga. Um, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to call El, um, Las Vegas Metro. I'm going to call Metro and have them come down. And that's when he was like, nah, never mind. We'll come with you. And these niggas went with him. But at first, they wasn't even going to go. They said, bring her to the office. And they said, we'll come with you. And then they came with her and they just stood outside in the hallway as they went and got, got the gun. And I'm like, damn, so they getting paid to, they just getting paid to protect themselves at that point. Like the threat is obvious and they have a weapon. They have protection for themselves. There's students in the classroom and they scared to, to go apprehend the suspect. That's like the job of the police, ain't it? And I'm just like, y'all want to take away guns, but y'all hate the police but y'all want the police to be the only niggas to have guns. The shit y'all say makes no sense. <laughs> like, it makes zero sense. So I can't, like, you feel me? It's hard to, for me to, like, talk to, like, people from our generation. I, I'm like an old head, damn it. Because I'm like, these niggas really make no sense, like, with the arguments we make. We say we hate police with land, right? Then we say we don't want guns. 
do y'all think the government is like the like where do y'all think we live do y'all think the government love us so you must love the government you must love the fucking police and that's why i'm just like and i get it because we we're trusting and we like see the world with this bright light but the, the world is dark and it's always been dark and we got to realize that and we can't keep acting like it's not you feel me oh god my bad grand y'all but you feel me y'all just need to hear that shit like i'm tired of like the bullshit <laughs> I'm just outside of the bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Bro, our generation is like, you feel me? Like, what is up? Very with odd. It? It's like very odd. Like, I mean, I was looking at like, like this is my my bad. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. But like niggas, this is what we do. We have a Netflix series called Our Father Out that is getting damn near as much attention as as this Texas shooting. Mind you, there was just 10 black people that got slaughtered that the niggas only getting charged for one fucking murder. And the murder, one of the niggas he killed was about to basically kill the oil industry. So they think it might've been a hit. But all this shit is happening right now. And if I go on Instagram, I guarantee you, I'll still see niggas who, who swear they care about politics and life and children and guns and shit posting about Rihanna's new baby. And I'm like, I can't take you niggas serious. You feel me? Like, you feel me? Like, I can't take them serious. Am I being like, am I being like an asshole? Am I being like a downer? Am I, can I not have enough fun? Or like, are they goofy? Like, that's some goofy shit to me. You feel me? Like, or am I being like, am I tripping? No, it, no, because I'll be going on Instagram, too, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just a lot of people that, I mean, I like, I get it, though, because I feel like a lot of people are coming from a good place most of the time. No, nah, they are, but it's that, like, you got to be. But they just don't care, though. Like, they don't care as much as they think they care or they want to seem like they care. People are emotional. You have to be emotionally intelligent. Mm. Can't just be emotional in this world. <laughs> bro i'm telling that's a fact bro because this is the thing this world is a dark dirty place and who get used and ate up the most the nicest people the the most sweetest emotional nicest giving people get used and spit out the most in this world you feel me the good christian you feel me so it's like who who the person with the most money the evil nigga so like y'all gotta be smart. Y'all gotta move diligently. You can't just keep doing, doing shit. You don't think these evil niggas run the government? If I'm an evil nigga, I'ma run the bitch. That's just me though. And I'm I'm a good, I'm a righteous person. And I'm thinking like that. So I know an evil nigga is thinking 10 times worse than me. Y'all gotta like, bro, come on. It's irritating, bro. Oh, uh, shit. What I mean? Yeah, they. Uh, she just said people are mad at Biden too. They should be. There's a lot of yes. shit to be mad at. <laughs> yes. I'm glad. That's the one thing y'all doing good right now. He was like, he was like, something needs to be done, and it's like you're the president. Like, do something. You're the. But that's the thing. Like, oh do something. God. 
that's the thing too though like the you president like don't got a lot i think we love biden we don't love him i don't like him y'all like him more than trump you like him more well, than trump yeah. well yeah but now I don't. Yeah, exactly. Now you don't. We've been saying this. But you, okay, who was better? Who's a better president? Who was a Biden. better? Just because I listen. Ten niggas just There's got slaughtered, lot. and y'all called Trump racist. Ten niggas just got killed in the grocery store, and there was oh, all his. Bro, literally under Biden, there has been a black mass shooting, a Hispanic kid mass shooting, and literally under- a month. How many were under Trump? A lot. What? Oh, Where? There was not no black mass shooting. There wasn't a. There wasn't school. no school shooting. No big ass. What? There was Parkland. I can't. There was, it wasn't no ethnic kids. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But now nah, that was like that. But um. <laughs> now nah, this is what I'm saying. Like, bro, Trump was like y'all niggas. Like, bro, was I ain't even about to talk about Trump. Y'all was asleep, bro. Yeah, because y'all just gonna. Y'all just gonna call me a Nazi, so I'm not even about to talk about. Hold on, this. I'm gonna hold on, I'm gonna end this and start a new. Well, but all right, because we still need to wrap up this tech issue, but all right. Can I? So welcome back, y'all. You feel me? I know we got to wrap up the Texas shooting, but one thing that you feel me, I just heard from our colorful commentator was that uh, all of them, I guess all or most of the mass shootings. Something that they all had in common, this is from like a UC Berkeley study, was that they all had a deep hatred for women. So they would, so like that's why a lot of times they would kill their mom first. <laughs> that's not funny, but yeah, they would kill their mom first. Now, I'm gonna I'm just, now I don't know the validity, validity of this. I'm sure it's not completely false, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think that's a very like, and, and you know, I made a joke off camera. I was like, it's probably because they don't get no pussy. And, but it's like, what do you think? Why? Why do you think? You feel it might me? be. But no, I think honestly, that's like a big reason. Like to be. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm being real. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. That'll fuck a nigga up for like if you don't get no play. And like especially like, cause girls can be ruthless. Yeah. They can be. Ooh. They can be assholes to like like certain niggas so like you're not getting no bitches and like bitches like either using you or shitting on you like that's a tough life yeah i'm not excusing nothing but that's a tough life yeah definitely not excusing nothing but you feel me that 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 probably is a good tough life it's a tough life i ain't gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) because you gotta think about it's already a tough life just not getting bitches but then they like like they hate you, cause like you would think bitches hate you, so you probably hate bitches. Mm-hmm. You'll be there's like a lot of niggas that there's a lot of niggas that fuck bitches every day that hate bitches, and that's why they do it. Yeah, like some niggas, they won't go shoot up your school. They'll just fucking play, play, play your whole family. That's why, look. What what I say, the issue we need to be tackling is mental health. You know what I'm saying? That's a big issue that affects everything in society. How do you feel about the... Oh, okay, go ahead. No, just to wrap up this Texas school shooting guy, you know, I want to, first off, rest in peace to the children. 
And, you know, like, I hope they, like, in a better place and, you know, are feeling better frequencies and uh, are happier and not in this hell fucking planet that we on. Bro, damn. Do this bullshit that we doing. But um, as for the guy, like, like, I was thinking, like, hard about him. I was like, like, I really, like, I'm, I feel really bad for him because one, like we don't know where, what, what's gonna happen to him for eternity. Like he gotta, I mean the nigga dead, but like his soul gotta live with that shit forever. The shit he did, the, the kids like, they, they were innocent. So they died innocent tragically. But if, if you believe in like this whole heaven, hell, Christianity, they, they're in heaven, you know, they're, they're with the glory. This man has to, you know, face the darkness he did. And I was like, and it's just sad because, like, something drove him to do that shit. Again, not, nothing he did is excusable at all, at all. But, no, but, but it is sad, though, especially because. It's sad because, like, he had to have a fucked up enough life. He had to feel dark enough within himself and just not give a fuck enough to not like to shoot his grandmother in the face that was taking care of him because him and his mom was estranged. And you feel me like so much had to be going on with him for him to feel like that. That's what he had to do. And it's like now it like who knows what's going to end up happening with it? So it's like, like I can feel a little good knowing that like those kids' souls is at eternal peace and they're going to rest. And like, you feel me? Like they, you know, it's sad. It's just a fucked up situation. Like, yeah, how do you, what, what do you think about if you could say something to like the dude or something, I don't oh, know. God damn, nigga, that's uh, shit. I'll probably say, bro, you're only 18. Like, that's you, you really have so much more life to be like living. And, and I heard it was, I heard the story. Yeah, we could be, we could be speaking to the next, like, yeah, nigga who's about to do that. So, I'm yeah, like, bro, like, you got 18, you got like so many more years, and like, I feel like. When I was 18, like, I was a completely, like, there, I'm doing shit now that when I was 18, I'd be like, bro, I'd never do. And oh, it God. just shows, like, you really don't know your future. So if you feel like you're only 18 and you, like, let's just say, like, you know, he had problems with girls. He like, bro, bitches not going to fuck with me. Or, like, bitches is this. It's like, you're going to be a totally different person in six months. Matter of fact, from yeah. hopefully from the person you are right now, if you're really thinking about that, hopefully in, like, a week or so. But you definitely gonna be a different person in like a year. So that's what I was about to say. Like so much can happen in the, the span of a year. You know, you can have a best friend that becomes your mortal enemy. You feel me? You can have five thousand dollars and then you can have zero. You can have zero dollars and then you can have five thousand. You have no car, car. No house, like so much can change for a person in one house. You can be, you can become a millionaire in a year. You feel me? Like that's that's 
honestly what's going to end up happening to us one of these years it's just like yeah we, we went from regular nigga to now we millionaires yeah in a year you know so it's like you gotta like i know it's hard in this world especially like when you get handed bullshit day in and day out but you gotta keep hope you gotta keep faith and you just gotta <laughs> What fight. the fuck? <laughs> nah, my bad, y'all. That was like some cats fighting. But um <laughs> some pussies fighting. But um yeah, you just gotta like keep keep faith and like keep fighting because like just know other people is feeling how you feel. So you can be like the biggest pussy in the world and like be a bitch about it. Or you can thug on like everybody else. No, I'm just, well, I don't want to like insult y'all, but like for real though, like other people is feeling, feeling how you feel, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And since we're on this mental health, you know, tip, you know, it just came out, you know, another tragic thing. This is just going to be a sad ass pod. Fuck. Um, Master P's daughter just like died um, reportedly. I don't know if it was suicide, but I think she like OD. Master P came out with like a a post um, talking about substance abuse and suicide. So rest in peace to her, you know. Life is hard, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like low key everybody or a lot of people at least have the moments where they like, you know, is it just worth it to just end this shit? I got a car payment due. I got bills due. My kid is ugly. No, no, no. But like, I, I'm sure like a lot of people like contemplate suicide daily, probably, even though a lot probably won't admit it. So you know, it's a it's a hard thing. I feel like it's one of the most human things, and it's like one of the most you know almost blissful things about this struggle we have called life. You know that like ejecto seat, but you know just think about it like this: if everybody would have gave up, we would never have progress, and evil would just win. So, like I said, you gotta keep hope, y'all. Bro, what the fuck? How you gonna hit me with a pod like this? My bad. I didn't. I didn't. Nah, low key is your fault because you bring up the Texas shooting like at the very beginning. I wasn't gonna bring that shit up to the end. All right, let me try to let me try to say something because I'm you know what I'm like kind of goofy right now. So <laughs> you know I don't. I mean you know because I feel like. Life is such a it's such a crazy thing. And I've been thinking about this a lot recently, like just what life is supposed to be. Because it's I don't, because I look at all the people that have like just died for no reason. Like you gotta think about like the people back in the day. I mean, even to now, I mean, even like in recent history, like World War II, like millions of people just died. So it's like it almost it almost like puts you outside of because you know how like you always want to feel like you're the center like you're the main character the main 
But it's like when you when I hear shit like that, I'm like, I'm not though. Cause like there's no, no way that we're all that we can all just be main characters. So it really kind of like it humbles me to a sense where I'm like, it's like Ugh. you can't really do it. You you can do you can only do so much to yourself, like to where you think you're important, but like in the grand scheme of things, you're really not that important. No, nah, facts. And it's crazy you said that because um I had like this big like you know, I have like big, like deep philosophical moments with myself like every now and again and I one today I went to New York for the first time and you know what I ain't gonna like claim it as my first time going to New York because all we did was go to the freaking I was kind of pissed bro all we did was go to the aquarium in Coney Island and then like the dude girlfriend got tired and she didn't want to fucking walk no more so we drove around Manhattan. Like, I mean, it was cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's like you didn't get that real like New York experience. You didn't get no hot, like no pizza or nothing. Or I don't nah, know. We got McDonald's. <laughs> so it's like, oh damn, was it Monopoly over there? Like Monopoly time, bro. You know that's how you win the twenty thousand like prize. How? You go from New York, if you get a blue ticket in New York and a blue ticket like in LA, then you can match those up and those usually what wins you the, that's that's what wins you the money. For real? It's that easy. Yeah, I think so. I'm I mean I'm not totally sure. I just heard that when I was a kid. So I always thought you had to be in New York. I don't York. think that's true. But um <laughs> I don't even think they do that shit no more. But yeah, I mean it was cool though. Nah, but what you said about perspectives, like I was at the aquarium and like every time I go to a zoo or aquarium, I think it's fucked up, right? Because I'm like, bro, these fish, like there was fish literally like in tanks, like maybe 10, maybe 30 square feet. And I'm like, these fish's whole reality, their whole world is inside this tank with random niggas walking by it every day, right? And like, you know, I'm like, part of me is like, they're dumb. So like they get fed and that they don't give a fuck. That's all it is for them, right? But part of me is like, what about that one one fish that's like a little bit smarter than the rest of them? <laughs> you feel me? Oh, God, that nigga look, probably depressed as Yeah, bro. And he's looking at the people and he's like, what is it? What is going on? What is life? And like He's really contemplating what the fuck life is, and all he can do is swim in fucking circles <laughs> for his entire reality, right? And there was like some big fish, like they had like little bigger tanks. Like I'm not having a vlog up, but there was like some like pretty big fish all in one tank, and like they have room, but nigga, like I was like, bro, like these fish, like what is they like they're like what is reality and there was like this big tank and it had like this see this is why i don't like this shit bro (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) anyways um it had like the sharks and like them tuna fish from like nemo and like it was all swimming around and I was looking at it and I was looking at like the eyes of some of them 
And I could just tell, like, some of them was like, what is life? Because they was, like, all swimming in unison in circles. And I'm like, this is their whole reality. And I'm like, it, it kind of just made me think, like, and it kind of made me realize, like, the old me, like, before I came to college was so much smarter than I am now. Because I already knew this, but it made me realize that life is only perspective it's all perspective is it's a mindset because like when I was driving through Manhattan there were so many people like it made Vegas look like fucking Henderson right so <laughs> like there was so many people in there like when they say like New York drivers are assholes bro them niggas are they don't give a fuck nigga they's at some assholes like I knew I was in New York because, like, this big-ass, like, SUV was turning. And, like, there was pedestrians literally walking in the crosswalk. This nigga's turning in the middle of them. And um, he almost hit this nigga on a scooter. And then nigga with the scooter fucking banged on the window and just rolled by. For real? <laughs> yeah, well, like, but that was just a New York interaction. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing crazy. You feel me? The cops saw it. They were just standing there. Thank you, fuck. Yeah, they ain't give a fuck. Everybody just, because there's literally like hundreds and thousands of people everywhere, right? And um, they all think what they got to do is what they got to do. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, night. Yeah, and they all think like what they got to do is what they got to do at that moment in time, right? And it just makes me, and like you said, they all think they're the main character of the world because they're the main character of their, of their world. And I saw some people, and New York is a dirty ass place because there's so many people. So there's so much trash everywhere, right? And I saw like some people um, handling the trash they looked like they was probably there for community service because they like had to or whatever and I was like these people that are walking they probably care about the earth you know what I'm saying because this is a democratic city they probably care really much a lot about the earth on their Instagram you know they probably say it every day they probably got you know um a picture of them fucking hugging a tree that's but, so fucking funny bro niggas be you know <laughs> and these are the same niggas who in New York got it on their mind that, yo, I'm the most important person. I got to get here now. Fuck it. I can't find a trash can on the ground. Somebody else will pick it up. I can go back for it later. There'll be more time. And it's like, you kind of see how everybody's a narcissist. That's what I started to realize. Everybody's a narcissist. Everybody is full of themselves. And they think like their reality, their opinion is like the most creative. And that's why, like, Aristotle was the most wise because that nigga knew he ain't no shit, meaning he was, like, the only nigga who wasn't a narcissist because he he ain't he knew he ain't know nothing. But everybody in New York, they knew that what they had to do was the most important thing in the world, and everybody else could go fuck themselves. That's why everybody's an asshole driver. That's why nobody really gives a fuck about each other. And, like, it just made me realize, like, I kind of want to move to New York, right? Not not because of the shit I just said, but because, like, not nah, exactly because of the shit I just said. Like, that's where, like, niggas, like, making it happen and 
in like the episode of I just saw how fast the city moved and like these niggas like they was on it like you was making shit happen today right now where you wasn't making it happen at all and like I thought about the Will Smith movie Pursuit of Happiness and I'm like and that moment where he was struggling, you know, he had to sleep in a fucking subway bathroom with his fucking son. And, and he was struggling hard every day. And then, and then at the end of the movie, he, he gets the job offer and he, he instantly becomes a multimillionaire. And it's like, that, that's the only place, well, not the only place, but like, that's like where that shit happens. Like, you feel me? And I'm like, you know, with my talent, that's where I need to be. Cause I went, I went into a bodega, you know, famous bodegas, delis. They really like, they hit, nigga. That shit was good. I would drive back there just for a bagel. What is it? It's a bagel? Yeah, I got bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, and that shit was fire, bro. That but the bodegas like the day, bro. No, nah, they really be like that. I ain't gonna better lie. Than, it's better than Einstein, bros. Yeah, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because New York people kind of have this superiority complex, like when you meet them, of like they better than other people because they knew from New York. And I understand why. I kind of get it. I kind of understand why. Especially like if they meet a nigga from Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. But um, yeah, bro, I just realized like that's where niggas back. Like I feel like that's where niggas need to be. Yeah, for real. Especially like for this music shit. I feel like if you in New York, like you can blow up off music like in six months. That shit expensive. Oh God, it is. Nah, that's just crazy expensive. Bro, I watched this video and it's like this girl, she lived in like a studio and that shit three thousand a month. Yeah. But oh, this is oh. the only the only thing that's expensive is rent, actually. Because one, you probably gonna be walking. Or skating or biking everywhere because there's it's like no use even driving to be honest that's just you're gonna take forever and like you can't even park nowhere um and two the food cheap as fuck like every store had like 99 cent pizza slices um the mcdonald's food was like substantially te- cheaper than like other states um and it was like the mcdonald's food was like you know, how McDonald's tasted when we was kids. Like, it was low-key. It tasted better, too. So, like, the rent, that shit expensive as fuck. But, like, the food low-key be cheap. And, like, they have, like, the hot dog stands and shit, like $2, $3 big-ass hot dogs. <laughs> you like glizzies? I never had a glizzy before. Yeah. That's what is it, like a, like a, like a, like a what's that thing that starts with a B? Oh, I know the glizzy. This is a shit with the onions and stuff. Oh yeah, that shit is good. I've had it before. Yeah. I just had like my first this last Chinese New Year. Yeah, you feel me? But yeah, you hey, you gotta go to New York, bro. I mean, I'll try. That shit expensive. That shit just. No, I mean, I never even like, really thought of New York as like a cool destination. No, nah, I, I I didn't either. I like 
it's still not somewhere like I would want to live long term, but like for where I am right now, I'm like, bro, that's like where niggas is making it happen. I wouldn't even like want to live there like when niggas like had like a little bit of buzz or whatever. Like I just feel like if you like underground as fuck, that is the place niggas is making it happen. For real. Yeah, cause, bro, there's so many people. Oh, because I went in the bodega and I had my camera and the, the dude at the counter, he was like, yo, you got a YouTube? What is it? I'm going to subscribe right now. Like, niggas show me more love than niggas back where I'm from. I, that was my first day there. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, yeah, he subscribed. He was like, I got post notifications on and everything. I was like, good looks, nigga. But nice. <laughs> but, um... I was just like, damn, and it just made me think. I was like, these niggas supportive as fuck because they've seen niggas just blow up out of nowhere that they used to come in these fucking delis and shit every day, whether it was basketball players, artists, uh, YouTubers, whatever. And I'm just like, you feel me? Like, the support's there. There's so many people that, nigga, you going to find people to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's New York, so it's fast paced. There's always shit going on. I'm like, that's that's the place to be. That's, that's like LA though, too. Nah, but nah, it's, bro, like it's different. LA actually, LA kind of cool because like it's like that, but it's laid back a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like late LA is like more laid back. Yeah. LA is like where I would want to move. Like once I'm already here, but. If you like, if you want to get it, bro, I'm telling you, New York is the place to be. Like, as soon as, like, when I was there, I was just like, nigga, I'm not doing it now. That's how I felt. Because everybody's on the go 24-7. So, like, if you sitting around just watching, not, like, you're not doing enough. Because everybody around you is on the go. So, it's, like, motivating, like, these niggas is moving every day. I need to, I need to work harder. Because, if they all moving at the same and you moving at, at like if they moving every day and you moving every day, y'all moving at the same speed, y'all are saving in the same space. You don't want to stay in the same place. You so it's like it's like it's like a, it, it get that game back. Like ever since I stopped hooping, like I kind of been not as competitive with myself, but I kind of feel like you need that shit. You feel me? Like oh yeah, that's that's what, that's crazy. That same shit has been happening to me. And I started losing a little bit more, but like, yeah, I feel like I lost that competition with people. Like to, to like feel like, not to feel like I'm better, but like to feel like I gotta do better than the next person because that's literally what life is. It's like, we're all little rats in like a little maze just trying to figure out who can move the fastest to whatever destination and then we die. But like, that's what, that's basically what life is and there's competition and everything. And I remember like, I remember, like, both of us, we try to, like, well, I don't know about you, but, like, for me, I try to, like, shy away from competition. I was more on this, like, you know, optimistic way of viewing the world. But, you know, even in an optimistic light, it's still competitive, like, no matter what. And you got to – that's just something you got to deal with. Exactly. Because, like, you might be optimistic, but 98% of the world pessimistic, and you got to live with them niggas. Mm-hmm. And live by their rules, too. Cause exactly. It's like, a lot that's of like the are control that's the struggle of life because like once you kind of have it figured out 
and like you know what works for you and what makes you happy which is probably the opposite of what works for the world you still have to live by the rules of the world unless you have a substantial amount of money mm-hmm. so it's like you feel me and and that's what I love about it like sometimes like I'll be looking at like this like like I'll be at work and like like I love this shit I love feeling hopeless like I love that my back is against the wall feeling and like I can't do shit about it like when hella packages is coming down and I'm like getting mad at work I'll just start laughing I'm just like yeah yeah like he he fucking with me right now because I'm because I'm like I'm a I'm a I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to put these packages away. That's why I'll be telling my life. I'm going to put these packages in the right car away, and y'all not going to make me mad because that's, like, what y'all want to do as these packages. Like, y'all just there to fuck with me. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm not going to play y'all game. And it's like a game. I'm, like, playing with myself. And, like, that's kind of, like, what I see as life. Like, when I'm, like, really struggling, like, sometimes, like, you just got to smile about that shit and, like, really laugh because it's, like, 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 it's really, like, beautiful, you know what I'm saying? When I struggle, like, I think it's beautiful because it's, like, this is, like, a testimony for everybody else out there because I know what I'm going to be. I know the amount of money I'm going to have. I know the type of influence, the type of nigga I'm going to be. So, you know, the world's trying to throw this at me right now to try and get me to back off and not be that nigga that I know I'm gonna be to try and deter me from my my destiny the the prophecy but it's like nah nigga like this is a game if you want to compete you know I've, I've been a winner my whole life I play basketball my whole life so you know like I, I love that shit you feel me yeah I mean I think we were saying that like a couple pods ago like you start to look at life as like a game and like honestly I was going to say, it's really like a game of chess. Like, and I know that's like a cliche, but like that shit is so true because it's like if you don't try to think more than one step ahead, you'll always be like this hamster on a wheel. And just like, yeah, you may be getting to like, you're pulling that part down. Like, you know how a hamster looks at the part of the treadmill? Like, you, you, get, you may get to see the part you're trying to get at, but like, you're not getting nowhere. Bro, I might be the coldest rapper ever. Not really. I ain't gonna say that. But no, nah, I just like I just be realizing I have so many like of these cliches as bars. Cause I have like a bar about the life is a game of chess and this song I got called Yay. And I said, um, check it, life is a game of chess. Plan it out, place a bet, bet on me and don't stress. On my easy shit, I'm the motherfucking best. Like a god, I had to get it off my chest because he made the song "I Am a God." But anyway, you know, since we talking about Kanye, you know, shout out to him. He a goat. But um, did you hear his new song that came out off of Donda too? He released one of them on Spotify, and um, it had XXX in there. Oh yeah, I heard about it. I ain't see it. All right, let's see it, bro. It was looking pretty good because he was talking about um like it, the divorce and his kids and shit. Uh-huh. It was it was kind of like fire. I ain't gonna lie. But um, isn't there like a video to it? Or am I tripping? I don't know. 
but um yeah like i kind of bring the song up because i wanted to ask you how you felt about like um post-death albums like the post i don't know like the word you know the word but like the albums like the record companies release or whatever after niggas die how you feel about that do you like it do you not like it yeah, I don't really fuck with that. You feel me? Like, yeah, I don't either. Especially if it's, especially if it's going on somebody else's song, because then it's like you're kind of just using their popularity to like boost, yes, your, boost your sales and boost who's gonna listen to it. So yeah. I don't really like it, but I also see it from the perspective of this is like a tribute. I'm trying to like honor them. You feel me? So I don't. It's like a. I don't know. It's like a. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword because I don't really fuck with it either because, like, at the end of the day, you don't know what that artist would have wanted. You feel exactly. me? That's what I feel like. Like, I feel like if you want to take some shit I created and create from that, like, if you want to use a verse I already have and put it on your shit, okay. If you want to sample some of my shit, cool. But, like, to, like, you know, try and create a new verse from like words I used or like trying to like use like trying to create some shit that I didn't explicitly make. I don't I don't really fuck with that because it's like or even like to an extent putting out unfinished stuff. I think like I like to an extent I think if you put out the unfinished stuff it's like art. But if you're getting paid off of it, I don't think, I don't really fuck with that. I think you should just put it out as like the art that, you know, he was, that what is not ever going to be created. And that's like what's beautiful about it. But um, yeah, I don't really fuck with it either though. I think it's kind of like an insult. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my niggas, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be like, I don't want nobody to put, like, after I'm gone, I don't want nobody to use no shit that I didn't put out. I'm going to be like, unless, but I'm going to say, like, explicitly, I'm going to tell my fans this. I'm going to be like, if y'all hear some shit, like, don't listen to it. Because I, like, just know I wouldn't have fucked with that shit. And y'all can listen to it for y'all own benefit, but just know I wouldn't have fucked with that shit. And But I'm going to give it a caveat. I'm going to be like, unless, like, this specific person like does it or something don't be like like i know they not doing it for no ill reason yeah yeah i feel you yeah yeah but that shit kind of especially like how they did pop smoke it was like right when he died he, that he that name came out with so many singles yeah like, bro what the fuck? and it's it so many it's so much music like he had like a song on Kanye album, two songs on Kid Cudi, or maybe just one song, a whole album drop. Like, that's a lot of music for somebody to be dropping for, for you, especially if they're not paying his family with it or if they're exactly. not giving him money to, like, his they not? kids. But I don't know. I would hope. But if they – like, if all the money's going to the label, that's fucked up. Hell yeah, bro, because they got paid. Mm-hmm. Probably paid way more than he did. Because, like, if you think about it, they got – they probably got money off his life insurance policy. The nigga was young. He got murdered. You feel me? So he for sure got paid from, he was a celebrity, got paid from that shit. Um, and then they get all the, they got, 
That's what they ain't. That's disgusting. Um, now, since we're on this topic of Kanye, though, you know Aaron Donald? Mm-mm. So he's like, he just won a Super Bowl ring. He was a, the MVP. Or no, I don't think he was the MVP, but he was a, one of the candidates uh, for a Super Bowl and MVP because he did really good. He's a defensive, like, uh, lineman. But he, he cold. He nasty. He, like, weigh, like, 360, but he not fat at all. Like, the nigga straight buff as fuck. So, like, that's crazy, right? But um, he just signed the Donda Sports. Yeah. And he basically was, like, this is, like, big. And he was, like, um, he had a conversation with Ye and, like, just loved, like, the direction he was taking it in and like how he wanted it to be a family thing. And he was like, he, he wants his wife to be like a real big part of like everything Aaron does because like he like leaves family, like Kanye, like is being a real genuine person about the company. And that's like why he was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And like, dang, that's what, what you think? Like, what you well, think Kanye got got planned? That's goaded. Like, you know, like for him to take over the rap industry, the the fashion industry, and now sports, like that's 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 incredible. Tech, tech coming up on tech. Yeah, he is coming up on tech too. I forgot about that. N niggas, niggas incredible. Bro, and that's why, like, honestly, and oh, it's good. Well, I'm going to bring this up, like, on the next one. But um, niggas, like, they they underestimate rappers. And, like, this is what I mean by life is all about perspective. It's all about your mindset. You can be mad at that. You can be sad at it. You can fight the world about it, cuss everybody out. Or you can use it as a disguise. All right, you think I'm a nigga. I'm a nigga. You know, I don't know shit. You know, I'm a rapper. I say shit on a beat. You're right. Now Kanye's worth $7 billion. They They can't stop him because he's so big. And just look at all this shit he can do. Nigga's about to touch so many industries, and he's a good person. That's, like, the worst for them. Yeah. So it's like. He's flat. Like, yeah. Above all that, like. So it's like, I say that to say this, like. You can be true to yourself, especially if niggas are already doubting you because just, just don't give a fuck. Like, as soon as you get away from caring about how other people feel and you just start doing you, I promise your life will be one. I ain't going to say 1,000, but it'll be better. It'll be much better because you'll, be, you'll just start living and you'll start, give, you'll start living for you. A lot of people, like in life never live for themselves and it's kind of sad they either live for their girlfriend or their boyfriend their mom or their dad their sister their fucking dog like a lot of people don't live for themselves their kids was i mean it's not a terrible thing to live live for somebody but at the end of the day you a human being you know what i'm saying you came in this world by yourself and unless you're a twin and you're going out by yourself Even twins came in by themselves. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna end this.
All right, what's good, y'all? Back from, you know, commercial number two. And um, I remember a couple pods ago, I had, like, said this at the end because I was listening to it at the work, but we never ended up talking about it or, like, really talking about it extensively. But the whole Kim K, Ray J, Kanye, and Pete Davidson situation, since we still on Kanye, I think, like, we really need to take a step back and realize how crazy this whole situation is. First off, let's start off with Kim K. This bitch is crazy. Like, this this female has put Kanye West through so much, all for, like, her TV show, basically, at the end of the day. And it's, like, kind of, like, sick to see because, like, I remember, like, seeing all this shit she was saying, like, about what Kanye was doing on Instagram and shit. It was like, just basically shitting on her husband at the time. And then I watched this show of like the shit that was going on at the same time. And like the shit Kanye was doing for her in real life and was actually doing like being there for her as a husband and shit in real life and shit. I'm just like, wow, like she really an asshole. Like, this nigga Kanye got the second part of the sex tape, which didn't even have any sex on it. Came, flew all the way to New York, gave it to Kim. Like, this nigga flew from L.A., from New York to L.A. overnight, got the shit, flew all the way back to New York just to get the shit for Kim. And this bitch Kim goes on Saturday Night Live hours later and makes fun of this nigga with Pete Davidson. The nigga she fucking. That's that's plus as fuck. Bro, like, that's what bitches, like, really be doing to niggas. You feel me? And that's why some niggas, like, be hating bitches. I'm not saying they should, but I'm just saying, like, that's, like, some grimy shit. You feel me? Like, what the fuck? Like, and then this bitch is letting fucking... Pete Davidson be around Kanye kids, which he's already expressed he doesn't like this nigga. So that's just fucked up on its own. Cause like, yeah, she a grown woman and shit, but she just met this nigga. That's his kids. Yeah. You feel me? If he don't want a nigga around his kids, they, you feel me? There's videos of his daughter fucking sitting in this weird ass nigga lap and shit when he don't made like jokes about raping kids and shit. And yeah, he a comedian, but. Nigga, if I'm a father, like Kanye, I don't want that nigga around my kids. You feel me? Period. It came out, or people noticed, you know, this nigga attacked two freak theme. This nigga got attacked two of the initial of all of Kanye kids on his fucking neck. That's I'm like, yeah, th- that's actually insane as fuck. Yeah, that's kind of sick. That's mental illness, but we praise the nigga because he a cute, mysterious white boy with tattoos. And it's like, man, I can't, like, I get tired of these niggas in America. But, like, on the last tip, the Ray J piece, this nigga came out and was like, after um, Kanye got, like, the last piece, he basically just put all the chips on the table and, like, exposed Chris Jenner and Kim K for basically fabricating the entire like sex scandal in the first place and i'm like it's kind of crazy because ray j got dragged for that shit kanye had to deal with the repercussions of that shit kim 
that nigga made a song. That nigga made a song for like every nigga that she would date. He was like, I hit it, I hit it, I hit it, I hit it first. So like every nigga that dated her had to deal with that that fucking reminder in us in song form. And you feel damn, that's that's funny. And um <laughs> on top of that. This bitch Kim K was acting like she she was hurt as fuck the entire time. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Bitch is still acting hurt about it. When it came out, that bitch, you knew that like you literally planned for this shit to get leaked. So you 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 sent it out. It didn't even get leaked. You sent the sex tape out. And like this was your plan the whole time. So like it just kind of shows you like how phony Hollywood is. Ah, she playing chess. These other niggas playing checkers. That's a smart ass move, bro. Come on, come on. It is. She it won. is. She won. So you think I, I, I might just be hating? No, 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 no. The shit that she doing with Kanye fucked up. But like the whole Ray J sex shit, she, she won. Yeah, that was she smart. Yeah. So I'm hating on that. Yeah, yeah I but not on the Kanye shit. That's Kanye. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I might have been hating because of the Kanye. Cause that's like crazy. Like, how can you do nigga like a nigga like that? Yeah. Especially a nigga that's already being fucking called crazy. Like, imagine if the whole world is just calling you crazy. That's a that's tough. Exactly. It's like I mean, but that's just grimy as fuck. Like, you gonna talk sh- Get on the nigga after, but yeah, fuck that bitch. But anyways, we were, we were talking about Biden a little bit. Oh, did you have anything else you wanted to say on that? No. All right, bet. Um, but we were talking about Biden a little bit earlier. I thought, you know, this would be a great place for us to end. You know, talking about our amazing government. You know what I'm saying, and Six. and the wonderful things they're doing. You know what I'm saying. So we we talked about it a little bit last pod, but we didn't really like expand expand on it and really um discuss it. Um we spent we sent some more money to Ukraine, you know, so we helping them niggas out. Gas is steadily getting higher. Uh the economy went down by 1.5% in just the first quarter. I don't know if that's crazy or not, but it seems kind of crazy to me. Like the whole whole economy and like just three months went down 1.5. That's like a lot to me, but I don't know. It might be like, that might be normal. I don't know though. I'm not an economist. I ain't gonna lie. Um, Just like the world, like USA is looking pretty bad right now. Um, Hell school shootings, the gun debate. People was like at the speech when he was talking about the uh, kids, um, the Texas shooting, he like made a joke during the speech. So like he was trying to be like funny and shit. It's like, nigga, like nobody wants to be funny right now. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like, how how you think he doing his first two years? You know, he about two years in, or really a year and a half. You know, I, I think it's a real, I think it's a really hard job. Yeah. I don't think he's doing good at it, but, you know, I feel like it's a hard job. Do you think he's doing, like, explicitly bad? Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, <laughs> I, I, dude, I think he's doing bad, but. It is a hard job. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, but 
other people have done it, and, and they've done it like a lot better than he has. So it's yeah, not, not even just a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like I don't know. It's just a lot of like forty billion dollars to Ukraine, and like niggas are still fucking homeless everywhere, or not everywhere, but just in America. <laughs> Niggas are still shooting up schools. Like it's real terrorism happening, like in our country, and like we're there's a new COVID. Yeah, they got monkeypox that's coming out now, and niggas are sending forty dollars to Ukraine. That ain't did shit for us. I just don't like. Find don't... The, actually, they find the country that we was kind of friends with. Like for the first time, we was kind of friends with. Not too long ago, like Russia and America didn't never get along until. But this is the thing: we send in these niggas, and like, bro, we send in these niggas money, right? Ukraine money, and again, this is how you know money just made up because we don't send them like, like a hundred billion dollars from where I don't know. We already broke because we just gave all the American people money that we we didn't have because all right off that so we just send in these niggas money right the money like what is the money gonna do in a war zone like these niggas are especially ukraine versus russia bro ukraine is like not gonna win that shit against russia bro like these niggas are are losing bad like they they losing losing bad. bad yeah so it's like we send in the money okay one, what is the money going to do for them? Two, they they are still losing pretty bad. So it's like, we just like, it's, to me, it just seems like a Ponzi scheme. Like, it seems like they, it seems like they just stealing money from us and they buy in their pocket. Because it's like, one, like, all right, okay. Y'all want to send, y'all, y'all want to send them money. I get it. Y'all know they losing, though. Y'all know they going to lose. Yes. Do y'all really just want to throw $70 billion away? Like, as, as a as a evil, smart nigga, personally, you know, like, I'm just like, all right, I probably got to pay some niggas over there. I'm going to use this, this, this money that I know these niggas aren't going to win. So I'm going to just say I'm going to throw $70 billion over there. They only going to get, like, six. <laughs> and then we're gonna give fucking we're gonna give china 30 we're gonna give we're gonna give putin 20 because he let me do this shit because yeah. you know he's going to war with these niggas and everybody's dumb they don't think i they don't think mr moral fucking you know i said fabricated this shit um and then you know i'm of course gonna take like 70 i'm gonna take at least 40, 40 billion because I'm evil nigga. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm evil. So like that's that's what I'm thinking they're doing. I might be wrong. They might have just sent the the 70 billion to fight Russia and and get blown up in the cities. But no. you know what I'm saying? Like so, I don't I, I don't get what the, they're doing. I think it's their their president's fault. Like because he like, bro, we not gonna stop fighting Russia. Until until there's no more, until we can't fight. But it's like nigga, okay. that that point is he going fight? Is he going out there? Yeah, to that fight? nigga ain't fighting. See that? <laughs> like, oh god, that's the shit that like nigga, you ain't out there bombing shit. You 
protected at 24-7. We're not going to stop till all our soldiers are dead. Uh, until I got to sign a paper. We're not stopping until I'm the last Ukrainian standing. <laughs> That's what that nigga said. In Russia, not stopping at all. Like, them niggas. Like, they said over, like, 6,000 civilians have died already. Oh, sure. It's probably more than that. I was like, that's crazy. Like, it hasn't, like, when did that shit start? Shit, like January, maybe? Nah. So it has, it's been maybe six months. Nah, maybe not January, maybe like, I don't know, February, March? This bitch, Brittany Griner, still, still over there. <laughs> oh, no, that's actually kind of crazy who they trading for, though. Like a, a merchant of death. The arm specialist, bro. That's that nigga. Why would they? No, nah, I kind of fuck with Biden for that. I mean, yeah, that, but they can choose like just a random Russian nigga that got caught up. No, nah, if that's like if that's who they wanted, like get our people back. I fuck with them for that. Because like, if we wasn't gonna kill the bitch, why? Like, why we still got her? Yeah, that's but like at the same time, so like Brittany Grinder is citizen out. Like she lives out there. I don't even think it's America's business to be so. Oh, she a citizen? Yeah, she played basketball out there. Like, I don't know. Team. Is she like a dual citizen? Probably. Nah, get our people. She was born in America. That's our people. She be she became a dual citizen of another country. That's our people. Get our people. Fuck mm-hmm. that. That's how that's how I feel. Like no, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm definitely happy she's gonna be free. But for an arms specialist, I mean, this is how I feel about it. It's like. I don't kind of fuck with, like, us having foreign, like, people in our jails. If we not going to kill the niggas, why do we have them? For, 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 for reasons like this, so we can keep leverage between people. Keep a okay, range. So, so, and this is a good enough trade. They got one of our people, get our people. They can get theirs back. Shaking hands. What, like, he's an arms specialist. He not, he not making no arms. What the nigga making deals between countries? We the USA. These niggas not fucking with us. We the USA. At the end of the day, we the USA. Like you can only like make so many good deals to be us. You know what I'm saying? So like get our people back, man. But as far as like this Ukraine situation. I bring this up to like kind of open up the bigger topic of, you know, Kendrick Lamar just dropped his new album, right? Mr. Moral and the um, Big Steppers. And one amazing album. How, did you listen to it? I listened to some of it. I listened to all of it. Wow. I don't really like, if I don't, I don't really like just trying out new, like I'm kind of like on, uh, oh, I feel that. I feel that. I'm like on like this type of music, like Jay Z music right now. So like, no, nah, I'm that. not even like interested in like other shit right now. But I did listen to half of it, and it was it was okay. It just sounded like Baby King to me, but like a, a better version of Baby King. Yeah, I mean, cause Baby King is Kendrick. And they wrote. But I like, feel like since Baby King came out with his shit first, not his shit, but like his more like recently he came out with shit first. Like it sounds that's why it sounds like Baby King. That's why Kendrick sounds like Baby King to me. And Baby King don't sound like Kendrick. I feel but I mean like 
as far as like the message behind it, that shit was fire, bro. Like it was great. And like it was called Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers. And basically what he was talking about was the United States. That's Mr. Moral. And the Big Steppers is in the military. And like I, I, I wrote a bar about that, I think like the day it came out. And this is how I know I'm gonna be a ghost. I was like, Mr. Moral repping US, um, Mr. Moral stepping USA, he repping five Billy cannons on them, but they ain't the greatest weapon. It's the omnipresence of the omnipresence. They make no exception and gonna relish in the Call of Duty game, in the war of the Call of Duty game to selling. But um, so Mr. Moore, right? The US military, we seem to always wanna put our our foot in, our dick in, you know, these other countries' issues and try and act like the peacekeeper of the world. And you know, to that. I ask you one, do you think, do you think the world needs a peacekeeper? Do you think there should be a peacekeeper of the world? Two, do you think the USA, if so, do you think the USA is qualified to be that peacekeeper with all the shit we have going on? And three, who would you want to be that peacekeeper if they are or not are not qualified to be? Um, so first question, uh, do you think the world need a peacekeeper? Uh, I mean, it depends on how I'm looking. I mean, honestly, in most instances, probably, yeah, but it all, like, if I'm thinking of it from, like, a control standpoint and from, like, kind of, like, keeping, like, peace and everything on earth, then I would probably say, yeah, it would make sense. And do I feel like America should be? I mean, I say, yeah, probably just because I'm American. Like, if I want anybody to be a peacekeeper, I kind of want to, you know what I'm saying, be under the umbrella of it. But no, nah, no, nah, but that that's question three. So you like answer question three. So, oh, so are they qualified though? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Cause I, I like, I've never been to another country. So I can't say if what we have going on in our country is like bad compared to like, cause like you look at like a lot of countries like Mexico, for example, they didn't, their police damn their holes no weight cause the cartel runs shit. All of South America, like who the fuck cares about South, not like that, but like in all honesty, like South America is not like a big place, like as far as military and like history of, doing shit and like so i guess you can only compare it to like europe russia china like those are the type of places that you would think would have would should keep the world peace just based like china like yeah but then i but then china's like bad too though from what i hear but like i don't know know. because i'm also like if if homelessness is like the big problem and like killing people also in america like that's, that's like problems everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's terrible, <laughs> but like that shit happens everywhere. So it's not yeah explicitly bad in America. So you can't say I can't say if they're qualified or not. Yeah. And I, I, I like that you you know you led with that. I think that's why we 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 the leaders of for our generation. Cause a lot of people have been like, 
no, we're not qualified because of slavery and <laughs> because we got we got guns and shit. And it's like, yeah, bro, we do. Nobody's saying America's perfect. We all probably think it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. But when you look at the rest of the world, we doing pretty decent. Yeah, and you no. don't. And also, you don't know, though. Like, that's the big thing. Yeah, the, and we don't know. People always want to say, like, America's this, like, America's, like, super nice or America's super bad, but it's, like, you, you're only, most people are only judging that off of, like, what they see from American media yeah. about other countries, which we exactly. all know is false. And even, like, I mean, like, like your friends. I had like, this, I had this one, one of my professors, um, he's a immigrant from the Middle East, so, like, he grew up in like one of the most bullshit ass places you can in the world literally bro like it was terrible he would tell me like um some of his family members got bombed and shit like it'll be yes nigga like he grew up in the middle east nigga like it's the middle east i thought this was gonna be like he said no 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 nigga (laughs) and he was like bro he was like he was so smart he was like one of the smartest people there and but he didn't like believe in um like the regime that was like um you know like leading the government or controlling the government so like they had a hit out on this nigga and like he he literally had to come to america because if he, he can't even go back there or they're gonna kill him damn what the fuck that's what's his name his, no, nah, don't say it. Nah, I'm, I can say his name. He got, he's a fucking college professor. Um, oh, yeah. His name is uh, Professor Yakub. I forgot his first name. Yakub? Yeah. Bro, that's like the nigga that fucking created white people. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Nah, but not, this isn't the same nigga. But, uh, I think it's a cool story. Um, I don't know too much about it to believe it or not believe it. Uh, fuck. What was I saying, man? Oh, so like, yeah, he was telling me like he loves he loves America. He thinks like America is one of the probably the greatest country in the world. And he was like, yeah, there's a lot of problems, but um, like the Americans have to realize like how like good this is compared to like the rest of the world. And that's a, that's like one reason I would say if there is going to be a peacekeeper one i live here but i think it should be america so i live here but also um because we have so many different kinds of people living in one space if you go to china you're seeing chinese niggas if you go to japan you're seeing japanese niggas if you go to africa you're seeing africans you go to mexico there's mexicans everywhere but you go to American, you're seeing niggas, you're seeing crackers, you're seeing El Polo Lo- No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, you're seeing Mexicans and, and Hispanics. How do you put respect shit. on their name? You're right, you're right. You're yeah, seeing El Polo Locos, you're seeing um, sushis, you're seeing dots. everything. Red dots, you're seeing transvestites, you're seeing everything here every fucking thing so it's like there's nowhere else in the world like this maybe europe but not really like you're not seeing you know 
niggas. You're not seeing a Mexican in Europe. Yeah. You may see a Spaniard in Spain or like around the area, but that's not a Mexican though. A Mexican yeah. is a Mexican. You're not gonna see a Mexican. You'll see a Spanish person come over here. You're not seeing a bat. What? You're not seeing. <laughs> Nigga, come on, bro. But you probably won't even. See... No, nah, you'll probably see an Asian in Europe. You'll probably see a lot of. You feel me? So it's like, but I mean, personally, are we qualified? Probably not. But is anybody qualified? No. But this is the thing. I think there should be a peacekeeper of the world, but I think how America goes about it is like the dumbest shit. I don't think, I think as in a sense of peacekeeper, there needs to be one top dog of the world. One big dog that's like, y'all niggas can fight amongst each other, but no, if y'all get out of hand, I'm going to fuck this shit up. And I think that's like what America should be. I don't think these niggas should be like, hey, don't don't hit him. Don't 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 raise your voice at him. Yeah. Or, you feel me? Like, I, I don't think they should be like a parent. They yeah, should exactly. be like a safety net. You know what I'm saying? They trying to yeah. they trying to hey, go to your room, Russia. Yeah. Go to your room. Like, don't don't, like, don't nigga, I'm I'm a grown ass country. I'm right. older than you. Right. That's what Russia like. Right. Nigga, I'm older than you, nigga. So it's but like, no, I mean, are they? Yeah, nigga, the U.S. is like the youngest country. But well, I was saying like Russia, because like Russia only Russia, the name only like them niggas them. still the Soviet Union in Russia. Them niggas not calling themselves Russia. Bro, they they yeah, I think they should go. Well, I think that's what Putin's trying to do is go back to Soviet Union. Yeah, that that's what they that's, that's be, what they are. That'd be interesting, like if. In you think years. in Russia they calling themselves Russia? Hell no. Nah. Yeah. I feel like I think, I think most Russia. niggas down there, they like they adopt like nah, we're the Soviet Union. I mean, yeah, maybe, like maybe, but I feel like people out here be like, I'm Russian. Yeah, like they smart. Yeah, because you oh, this is this is like this is I'm glad you said that. Because, bro, I love how all our conversations come full circle. So I was talking about disguises, right? I have these glasses that I got. You know, you remember those fake glasses, like, all niggas used to wear, like, with the clear lenses? The club so masters? Yeah. Huh? The club masters? Yeah, I guess, yeah. So, um, and I put them on, and, like, I instantly looked like this good, soft, little nice black kid right this nerdy black kid because i have fucking glasses on for some reason and like i started asking people around here i was like do i look like a nerd or a menace and some people was like you look like a nerd bro like you look so nice you look so soft but that's what a lot of people was like that like a lot of people before i started asking they would come up and be like oh you look so different you look so nicer so softer with the glasses i was like damn like you showing your racism without even knowing bro Cause I'm like the same nigga. I just got fucking glasses on, but um, <laughs> I, I like I just realized like, damn, I can use this as a disguise in society. Cause I would play with people and be like, they be like, I didn't know you wear glasses. Like, nah, they fake. And they'd be like, why you have them on? I'd be like, cause I don't want to be like this meme. I don't want to be the mean black nigga today. I don't want to be the angry black nigga. You feel me? I want to be the nerd. So I'm gonna put these glasses on, right? And I use it as a disguise, and that's. People treated me different, you know, 
started looking me in the face when I walked by him on the sidewalk, you know, smiling, saying hello. It's crazy. Like, just some glasses, some fake fucking glasses, $10. And, um, yeah, I would ask people, I was like, do I look like a menace or do I look like a nerd? And, like, a lot of people would say nerd, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, but, like, niggas, like, who knew niggas that wore those glasses, they'd be like, nah, bro, you look like a menace with those on. And I'm like, I know niggas who used to wear these glasses. I know murderers who literally used to wear these glasses and post them pictures on Facebook and shit. Like, literal murderers. And I think, like, we kind of forget, bro, we went to school with literal murderers. Like, we, we was in classrooms playing basketball with murderers before yeah. and after they became and like that's just how it was that's how we grew up i for, i think we kind of forget like we grew up in the worst parts of society and survived it for a reason you know what i'm saying Bro, i forget that shit so much like yeah i'll be i'll be up here and i'll be like so like, like i'll be worried about niggas at college i'm like nigga you went to school with niggas who literally looked niggas in the face and shot them dead and didn't give a fuck about it and you wasn't scared you what you wasn't second guessing nothing. And I'm like, you need to realize who the fuck you is or the type of nigga you are. And I was like, but as far as the glasses, I'm like, I know murderers who used to wear these glasses. And it just made me realize, like, you know, people are so, so dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, how could you put this on me that I'm a nice, soft black nigga now because I have glasses on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just... I think that really like is is what shapes society into being as dysfunctional as it is because so many people do look at somebody and be like, you know what? They would never do that. But mind you, they the niggas don't like the niggas that's in the suits and the, the fucking the nice glasses, nice shoes and all that, they doing the worst shit. Like I just said, that one fucking the lawyer. Yeah, that one fucking nerd. No, not the lawyer, but the one the one nerd paid somebody to kill him. And that and that's the thing, like it's you may see the dude, you know what I'm saying? You, like it, like my dad used to always tell me this, like a dude would go into a store and kill and steal a candy bar or steal like five hundred dollars from the cash register and go to jail for six to ten years, but a nigga embezzle five hundred million dollars from the company, they they go for a little bit. Exactly. And it's like it's crazy because. That person who stole that little money, one, they was doing it maybe out of necessity or even if not, they was doing it out of ignorance, you know? So they was doing it plannedly in their face because it was just some stupid shit they was doing. These people who commit these heinous, actually evil fucked up crimes that actually, like actually fuck people lives up and really fuck with people, they only get off like what a year, year and a half, two years, maybe at most. Then probation. The fuck. <laughs> they um, you feel me? They are doing the shit knowingly. Like they're intelligent about the shit. They know exactly what they're doing, and that's how you know it's evil. You know, like, and it's crazy. Like this world punishes niggas for being ignorant and like just being stupid when it kind of rewards niggas for being heinous and evil. And, you know, it's just, like, crazy, bro. It's sad. Like, yeah. hell planet. Yeah. I mean, 
Feel me? That, that's I think that's a that's a cool way to, to to sign it off. Just some final regards on on what what the planet is just the the world is a very weird place. Like the older I get, the more I start to realize it, and like the more I start to realize how much of a doggy dog world this like really really is. Because it's Not like it's like you grow up with this like this fairy tale land optimism yeah and it's like as much as you want to have that as much as you want to have that faith in like karma like the universe is like that shit does not work all yeah. the, i mean it may you know it works for some yeah people. maybe in the long run yeah but like that shit does not work you like that's why the thing about the competition like that i'm getting it back it's like you have to have it. like in everything in life because everybody's judging you whether no matter how you look at it you know if you if you want to look at the basketball team, be like, hey, they're all equal. Somebody in that same stand as you is like, no, I want that that one kid to come play with me. And that's it. All these other kids, they fucking suck. And there's niggas that really think like that. So it's like when oh, you got to compete in a world that's, that's full of people like that, you have no other choice but to, you know, be like, hey, hey, little angel on the shoulder. We can't look at it like that. We got to do this way. And then but I think I think the only way to like rationalize it or like to make you feel good about it is just to know that you're doing it for that reason. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's even hard to rationalize. Oh, but that. see, like that's and I think that's like why the world is the way it is, and that's why it is a hell planet, because everybody gets caught up in that dilemma. It's like we we wanna believe that. This world is this nice optimistic world, which is it's not. It's really not. And I find that out the hard way more and more every single day. And we want to be this good version of ourselves. But the evil side pulls us a little bit closer every single day. A little, little, little bit. And at, by the end of the day, we just turn to him. It's like, fuck it. What you want to do? Let's do it. And the shit works because yeah. the evil knows how the world works. But it goes back to karma. Like, what do you want in the long run? Like, this life is only, you only have so many years on this earth. It's so finite. It's literally one, like the average human life, 72 years is one degree. The, our solar system shifts in, in the universe from um, around the sun. Our planet shifts in the solar system, I mean. So like, literally, it has to go 360 degrees for it to complete a full circle. One, uh, 72 years is one degree. So literally 365 lifetimes, not even just generations, because the generation is like 10, 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. So lifetimes would encompass, you know, the entire one, one calendar year for the universe, technically. So one, that should just show you that nothing really matters. Nothing really matters. And like you never know in the long run, like how shit is gonna affect you. But as far as for this earth, the, the evil nigga on your shoulder is the one that's gonna make you win in this earth because I'm kind of getting more forward convinced every day that we're on the hell planet, honestly. But um and oh yeah, I wanted you to also before we all here talk a little more about um I was saying, yeah, we went to school with murderers and like, we forget that shit. Like, you know, like 
what what do you think it is that makes us forget like where we came from and how we had to grow up and the type of people we grew up with around especially like on these college campuses when we're around niggas who only saw shit like we've seen in movies and stuff yeah uh i think it's just adaptation like we just begin to become our environment because that's just naturally what humans do so i think like we try to not not even like try to blend in but you just end up do blending in and like those things become like distant memories almost and if it's a distant memory you really don't think about it on a daily and you really don't like you start to live your life not according to that like as you used to like because as you probably know like shit after i witnessed that fucking robbery i was scared to go to the grocery store now or not to the grocery store but like the corner store at night but now yeah. that i feel like i'm in a safer environment you know i feel like i can walk anywhere damn near and it was one of the things i really hit like when i went back to vegas this last time i was like damn i forgot i can't just be like walking around like i ain't got no nowhere to be like that so yeah, I think I think what happens is we just become we just adapt to our environment. Like we we don't forget about it, but we just stop living according accordingly as, as we did. Yeah. But it's like as you said that though, like it's really crazy because like I said, like I'd be forgetting it. Like like, like you said. I, wait, sometimes I'll get that jolt of like not jolt, but like I'll get this feeling of like, nigga, like what the fuck? Like, do you know where like what you seen? What you came from? Like it's, yeah, and it's it's like it's some crazy shit. So, and it's like literally that same reason you just said. It's that adaptation piece. Since we were living in that type of reality, we had to see it as something normal in our brains, so we didn't go crazy. Because if we would have thought of, of it as something crazy like that, that would have actually made us go insane. Because that's some shit we living in every day. And you thinking like some crazy shit happening every single day in your life, you gonna yeah. go insane. Yeah. But if you just you just default say it's normal, it's like nah, this this just shit that happened. Nigga just shot every day. Yeah. You know, it just happens. It's not nothing crazy Literally. to a normal person. That's probably insane. But it's probably like oh my god, that was just the life we were living. Yeah. Like, like I'll be thinking about like the bodies that be dropping in Vegas and like. The number of people I know and like the count that it'd be every single year. And I'm like, this shit is actually kind of crazy. Like some people don't have to deal with like loss like once every every five, six, seven years. I, I gotta deal with multiple niggas I know dying every single year. This is insane. Yeah. And it's, it's like a, it's such a young age too. Like that's why it, even more so it just draws the question, like, does it really, does life even matter? Because it's like, bro, like, I know niggas that died when they was 13, 14, girls that didn't die when they was 15. So it's like, as much as you want to say there's, like, some divine energy or some divine being that's, like, controlling this, like, at the same time, that's almost the most hurtful thing because it's like, damn, they didn't care about them, like. You feel me? Like, but people say that to like comfort people, like, oh, they're in a better place, but it's like, damn, like that's what I'm saying. This world is this world is built off lies, darkness, and untruths, and it makes